Clicksing It is brought to you by GlassCabinetHobbies.com, where you can find case breaks, singles, and comic books of your favorite superheroes and supervillains. So head on over to GlassCabinetHobbies.com and use code CLICKSINGIT to receive 5% off your order. Also, if you want to help support the show, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash clicksingit and you can be entered into our monthly giveaways. Now, here we go. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 82 of the Clicksing It podcast. I, like always, am your host, Adam, and with me in the studio, as always, is Dan and Kane. But we have a special guest tonight, and that is the winner of the Clicksing It Make It Meta Tournament, Brad Broyles. Is it, did I say that last name right, Brad? Wow, yeah, I did. I didn't, you didn't even ask me before. I, didn't so even, I, I was confident. I was confident I was going to get that name right. But, uh, yes, Brad was the... Winner of our first annual Make It Meta, so congrats, Brad, on that. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to the news section. But, Brad, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your life in Clicks, if you're competitive, meta, things like that. Uh, so I've been playing Clicks since uh, the Amazing Spider-Man set. But uh, I get I play it competitively, but I get tired of it every other year. So I take a break and just do... Battle Royales or local casual weekly events. Uh, and uh, I took a big break the last couple of years. And uh, right before I did I did that, I was designing tokens uh, for people to play with. Uh, here, play Hero online for World 20. Uh, I jumped back into it last year. And I saw people were, were making tokens. And so I Decided I wasn't going to anymore, but then I saw that they only made meta stuff or stuff that were made, were made on requests, and so I, I saw that I could still be of service to the community and just do entire sets. Uh, once I finished all of modern, I saw that people still wanted to play stuff that was retired. So I have built everything in the last ten years, uh, all the way back to Superman. And then a couple of extra sets that were made by request from Adam, I believe it was, right? Yep, for our sets appeal tournament. That's right. Yeah, Dead Adventures and a couple other sets. I forget what they were, but yeah. Uh, I'm more than happy to work on requests from people to make uh, older sets or even just uh, other things like uh, backgrounds or uh, also made objects for Adam, but too, I believe it was. It was uh, uh, that iced tea. The there. twisted tea. Yeah, the tea. Uh, he wanted to be able to hit people with that tea. Uh, that was so popular a couple of months back. In fact, so, I just got some more supplies to make some more 3D objects for people. And I posted it yesterday and I sold every single one of them in about an hour. So I'm running out of supplies yeah. because I'm buying out cool stuff and trolling told of all their hammers. And um, mm-hmm. it's funny because now Troll and Toad has, like, jacked up the price of the last hammers they have. Because I used to buy, like, Kurth hammers for, like, 50 cents a pop. And now they're going for, like, five or six bucks. They're like, Well, they're doing they're doing their meta analysis. And they're yeah. like, hey, those are starting to sell. We need to raise the price on that. So they're like, why is this guy buying 90 Kurth hammers all of a sudden? Like, there must be something going on in the HeroClip community. So let's jack up the prices now. Demand is high. Yeah. 
Well, that's what's going to happen with all the Wonder Woman's and Legacy cards. Is um, yeah, because one of them I saw was like a Cosmic Justice Wonder Woman from way back in the day, which has a Legacy card now. So that's going to be interesting. That's one of the first DC sets, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I know they're making one for the Chase that was from the Wonder Woman movie set, and that one already has skyrocketed like seventy bucks, I think. When it was usually well, it like was already months. expensive to begin with, because you couldn't get her either. Yeah. Oh, wait, that uh, hard to get one that never got released for yeah, like a the, couple uh, of years? Target exclusive or whatever one it was. That one's good. Yeah, it's like uh, 200, 300 bucks, and, yeah. and they finally released them a couple months ago. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, and then Brad actually does take donations because he does such good work and a lot of work, like I, like we said. For our sets appeal tournament, he did every figure for Crisis, Web of Spider Man. Um, God, I can't even remember the other one. Uh, Avengers is one of them. Avengers, Slosh, and then the Star Trek one. Um, yeah, like he did all the figures, and nobody will ever play any of those figures on Roll Twenty ever again. So it was great that he was able to do that. So if he has made some stuff for you, make sure you you drop a uh, donation his way towards his PayPal that you can find out. Yeah, on a donation or a like on Facebook, which either one I'm willing to ha- to take. Uh, I appreciate both. Yeah, he does some great work. I am going to be asking him to make some like uh, Superman or Clixing It Roll20 um, layouts eventually. But that is Brad. That is our crew. And let's get into a quick How Was Our Week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. So Brad, you're our guest. Let's start with you. How was your week or your weekend? Uh, well, I just worked all week, so I didn't get to do too much. Uh, finally, uh, my day off yesterday was relaxing, but I'm uh, getting back into the competitive scene, so I've been gearing up for a big tournament uh, in a local area in Tulsa next month. Uh, so I'm trying to uh, work out a competitive team. Uh, are you going to give us any kind of maybe clue oh. of keyword or maybe? Oh, yeah. No, I'll tell you my team. Like, uh, you can, uh, I'm not that hard to beat, so you can know what, what I'm <laughs> running, uh, even though I'm undefeated. Uh, but I'm, I'm going between either a Latvian thing with the uh, Halloween Conqueror with a hodgepodge of random stuff like Sky Tyrant with uh, uh, what was it, Nathaniel Richards, the uh, 11 click dial piece. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the other one uh, is an X Men team, Quicorn uh, Revival Chase Apocalypse. Uh, it's that's, uh, one last show for Lila Chaney before she retires. Yeah, use it while you can because I'm surprised she made rotation. She won me the tournament. Uh, the make had a tournament. Yep, I, I watched that game. I still have to uh, post that game, but it was uh, it was pretty easily handed to you with uh, Lila Cheney and the rest of your team. I don't want to. Uh, I hate to make it sound like I'm bragging, but those last few rounds I used Lila, it was uh, over in like by turn three or four. Like it was just over quickly, yeah. and it wasn't to to play it by my opponent. Just this, that I, I overwhelmed them. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, once we get to the Make It Meta tournament. But Kane, if you're still around and not playing with your dog, how was your week or weekend? 
It was good, actually. <laughs> um, got to, <laughs> sorry, my dog is on my nerves today. He, uh, I got home pretty a uh, little early today, and he's all over the place. Uh, he's been he's been a little spoiled lately. Um, this weekend, I took him out. Excuse me, last few weekends, I've been taking him out to this to the park, and um, we've been running around. You know, I've been like I said last podcast, been working out, so. Took us to the park, went running around, and now I get home. And as soon as he sees me, oh, we're going for a run? And so he's just running all over the place, jumping up on me. So he's been a little too energetic today. Um, but uh, the weekend was good. Um, been little realities hitting me a little bit. The fact that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is about to wrap up. So <laughs> it's a great show. We're coming up on the last part of it. And um, it is just awesome. But, uh, yeah, my weekend was good. We consumed some media. Um and uh, got out and enjoyed the nice weather. Good on my end. Good. And then, Dan, what about you? How was your weekend? Oh, weekend was quiet. I watched, was it? I finished watching, or um, my girlfriend and I, she hadn't finished Justice the Snyder Cut, so we, I was like, I'll sit with, I'll sit through, or with, you know, through. You got four hours? <laughs> uh, I was like two and a half, I think, something like that. Oh, she didn't finish it. She started it. Yeah, she started. Like, I'll sit the right like the next two and a half hours. Like, that's fine. I would have sat through the four hours again. That that's fine. She was just like, yeah, I couldn't do it all in one go. I was like, that that's understandable. It's a, it's a lot to go through. Sure. Uh, and then, uh, so this uh, today, I, I there was they were offering a deal to have my groceries delivered today. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take advantage of that. It was cheap. But it was like ten, it was like ten percent off and no delivery fee. Um. So, but I ordered bananas, and I asked for eight bananas, thinking like most times they do it like by like single. And then if you get up to like a bundle, they just grab the bundle. But yeah, I I now have eight bundles of bananas, so <laughs> I have I have like forty eight or something bananas in my house, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to make use of all of that before they go bad. Look up some uh, recipes for some uh, banana bread. I already have that, but I was just like, I'm I'm gonna be making banana pancakes, uh, banana bread. Uh, <laughs> what else? Is that? Put a banana in cereal. There you go. I don't eat much cereal, but. Uh, there was like, there's a few things I'm, I'm going to be putting in. Mean, I just was like, I, I was wondering why the bags were so heavy. And then I looked inside and I'm like, why is there like eight bundles of bananas in here? And I'm like, oh, cause they go by, I was like, all right, whatever. Okay. I'll just, I'll figure it out. No, no sense in trying to have it get taken back now. Hopefully not all of them are all yellow bananas. Maybe you got some green ones that can ripen while you're eating all the other ones. No, thankfully they're mostly all like greenish still. Like they're different. They're kind of shading differently. So hopefully they'll... Hopefully, I can make use of them all before they go bad because I really don't want to waste them. So I was just—it was—it was a little shocking this morning. I was like, "Oh, I have like six pounds of bananas here. Cool. This is going to be interesting." <laughs> um, as for my weekend, it was pretty good. My mom came and watched the uh, two little ones while me and the wife had a lunch date. We actually found a place where they did all-you-can-eat sushi for twenty-four dollars, and it's not like buffet style. It's they actually make it right in front of you, like gourmet sushi. It was really nice. Uh, we definitely got uh, pretty full. The The kicker to this restaurant is there is no um, taking it with you. So whatever you don't eat, you leave. And let's say, you know, you really pig out and you order six different sushis for each of you. Whatever you don't eat, they will charge you for because they don't like to waste food. So they like to, you know, if you're feeling full, order one more roll and then you can see if you can finish that one or not. But um, it's a really good deal. I don't know how that place makes any money doing $24 for all you can eat sushi, but it was a nice day. And then uh, yesterday we just had to get together with Kathy's friends because one of our friends had a birthday. So we just had a little get together for that. 
So that is our week, and now let's get into some news. All right, before we get into the Make It Meta results, uh, Scott Porter actually came out with a video, and he is actually going to be putting together a tournament, and it's going to be Hero Clicks for Huntington's Disease, which is going to be taking place on May 14th, 15th, and 16th, and it is going to be all online, and it's, he's just going to kind of make a weekend out of it. So here's one of the, some of the things that are going to be happening during this tournament. So on Friday, actually, before I get to that, uh on Wednesday of this week, he is going to be doing a live Q&A on the WizKids website, I believe it is. So um, there is a place that I linked in our Facebook page where you can ask questions. And uh, Scott will maybe answer them while he's doing the interview. But as for the tournament, uh, on Friday, May 14th at 7 p.m. Central Time, he is doing an auction on the Heroclix Cafe Oxit. If you haven't done that before, that's run by The Rock or by Howard Brock and um, his Lucky Dice Cafe. So there's going to have a whole bunch of different items. He doesn't really have a list of what's going to be on there, but I'm sure there's going to be really good ones. So that is the 7 o'clock on Friday, May 14th. If you haven't um, made an account for Oxit, there's just an app you can do it and you uh, bid. It's pretty fun. I did it a couple times. Then on Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Time, it's the Scott Porter Invitational, which is a $30 entry fee. And it's 30, oh, 30, 300 point silver age. Owner um, Ownership is not required. Bill sheets are due May 12th, and there's five rounds in Swiss cutting down to top 16. So um, for anybody that likes to play the silver age, that one's for you. They are doing probability controls for charity, which are a dollar each. So that's something to consider there. There is a band list. There's Blackbird, the uh, Fast Forces Penguin, Legion Dial B, and all ID cards are not allowed. So if that's something you're interested in, there is also that link on our Facebook page that you can check out. Then at 11 a.m. Central to 6 p.m., he's having Battle Royals, which I'll probably partake in, which are $10 per Battle Royal. They are using the Wonder Woman set. Again, there is going to be an entry purchase link on the link that I put into our Facebook page, so you can do that. Um, he is doing raffles all day long. Um, it says, uh, don't have time to join the fun. We will be running Heroclix raffles all day for $5 donations. Tickets can be purchased by... Uh, 11.59 p.m. on Friday in order to be entered, and then there's a link there for that one. And then on Sunday, May 16th, there is a uh, another Modern Age Invitational at 10 a.m. Central, $30 entry fee, 300 Modern, ownership not required, five rounds of Swiss, cutting the top 16, same thing, and I believe there are charity props for that one as well. And if that's not something you don't like to do either... At 11 a.m. that same day to 6 p.m., they're doing more Battle Royals for the Wonder Woman set. So this is going to be a fun event. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that Scott Porter is going to take it into his hand and actually, I don't want to say doing something for the community because he already is doing something, but to get more involved with him because maybe he might join some of these tournaments or the Battle Royals and you might be able to get to talk to Scott Porter. Who knows? But it's Quick question: Are the so do you do you get the product after like do they mail it to you based upon like what you won? Or? I don't think they're doing it that way. I think what they're doing it is what they what Jay Solomon did was they're just going to be a generator on roll twenty, and then whoever wins, there's going to be these prizes 
that will be dropped on the table, and then you do a snake draft oh. hold you in. Okay, okay, because that's what I was trying to understand. <laughs> yeah, that will help cut down on costs because uh, if you think about it, doing the uh, you're just doing a simulation with the game itself versus uh, actually getting the product in hand. The shipping alone will just probably kill the interest for a lot of people. Yeah. So. It's, oh yeah, no, I was just again, I, I didn't see Jay's tournament, but at the same time, I was just like, how do you do a virtual battle royal? No, yeah, it's totally a fair question to ask because uh, not a lot of people have done a lot of battle royals in person or online. Uh, it's, uh, it's something new that Jay Patel uh, has been able to help make make people uh, have access to because uh, it's uh, very accessible being able to play with sliding dials. Oh, yeah. Having the maps already there, the rooms are already set up. You just got to click the room and join. Uh, it should be pretty easy to go from there. Yeah, um, Jay actually ran it really well on his. I didn't get a chance to get into any of the um, battle royales, but the way that you're able to just click on a button and it shows the random um, a, a random booster that you got for the actual tournament was really well done. So kudos to him and whoever else made that algorithm for that. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun time. I don't know if I'll be doing any of the big tournaments. Definitely not Silver Age. I'm not a Silver Age guy. And thirty dollars is a pretty steep to play for the modern age one, especially knowing they'll probably get my butt kicked in it. So I'd rather play three battle royals than the tournament for that aspect. But I will be so, doing a lot of battle royals. What, what is it? Um, well, that's the new Silver Age rules, right? It so is. That's not but like... there's just so much shenanigans that can happen in Silver Age that I don't want to deal with it or think about no, it. No, I, I understand. I'm just saying, I think the Silver Age was only, what, web or uh, Superior Foes Forward, I think? Was that... Was that yeah, Superior Foes. Yeah, so that's not nearly as much as I would think it would be. I mean, yeah, there's shenanigans, but I, it's, it's a little more limited than what I what uh, normal Silver Age. There won't be ID cards, so that will help out in a lot of ways. There will. Yeah, there you go. But ID I already have a hard enough time bad. putting together Modern Age tournaments. I don't want to deal with making Silver Age tournaments. Uh, what you could do is just run modern in Silver Age. And that's true. You should still have some pretty good success. Yep, that is true. But no, I plan, I already have it in the calendar, told the wife that I'll be doing this Saturday and Sunday. And the aux thing, they don't really have it on a desktop or computer. It's more an app on your phone unless they changed it last time I did an Auxent tournament or um, a auction. So that you can just do up in your living room or wherever you are uh, as long as you download the uh, app. But no, this is going to be a fun Fun weekend. It, it it lucked out that I do not have a wedding that weekend, so I made sure to clear it from my calendar and not book a wedding for that one. But uh, no, I'm I'm very interested to see who all shows up to this one, and be very interested to see if Scott actually participates in any of these uh, events. All right, moving on to our Make It Meta tournament, we finally have a winner, and that is Brad. So this was a little over a month tournament. I do have the top four people in the tournament. So uh, there are a few more games left in the tournament. I think there's four games left, but it doesn't really matter because all of them are two and two or one and three. But um, I'll start from uh, position four. So in fourth place, we have McConnell Lamar. He ended up being four and one with 835 points. So he's going to be getting two boosters of Wonder Woman. Kenny Minx came in third place, being 4-1 and one, and scored 1,070 points. Lucas, shocker, came in second place, 
Uh, four and one at one thousand one hundred and fifteen points, so he's going to get himself five boosters of Wonder Woman. And as I said before, Brad went five and zero oh, and almost got the perfect points, but ended up with one thousand four hundred ninety-seven. And Brad, you said that was because someone played Exospecs against you. Yeah, that's right. Isaac Arnold Berkowitz played Exospecs. Yeah. So at round three, which was the Absorbing Man. You scored 297 rather than 300. So Isaac stole the perfect sweep from you, but you couldn't have gotten much closer to getting the perfect score there. I did my best. I really did. You did. Um, so let's talk a little bit or real quick about some of the rounds. So out of the five characters that we chose, so there was Null, Flex Mentallo, Absorbing Man, Leandra, and Madrox. Who was the toughest to build with? Uh, the toughest to build with. Uh, it depends on what you mean by toughest. Uh, I personally have a chip on my shoulder when it comes to building. I don't like to play the same thing that almost everybody else does, but sometimes when it comes to building, some pieces are just easier to play with others. The uh, the hardest one for me to, uh, come to build with was Bazobi Man, uh, just because he doesn't have a lot of the best keywords. You know, I really wanted to try to play theme team with uh, each round. And I think that was the only round that I did not have a theme team. And so I was a little disappointed in myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he, he he's a good attacker. He's got a long dial. Uh, and he gets better with new rules. But as of right now, I just saw him as a secondary attacker. Uh, and I just felt like it was a trap to try to focus on him, which was... Uh, an original build of mine where it was all about absorbing them. But uh, it, I, as I played it in my head, which is that is one thing I was also trying not to do for this tournament uh, because I just want to have fun. I didn't practice uh, for this tournament. Uh, I just went into it blind each round uh, and hope for the best. Uh, so absorbing man was the hardest one. And that was uh, the build was absorbing man, Uatu, Micron, Devil Adam, and Magneto with the all-black necro sword. Uh, and I got, uh, personally, uh, the hardest thing was the, the sideline uh, and maps. That was the hardest thing to also do. I got, uh, I'm kind of lazy when it comes to building a little bit sometimes. So after I built my first round for Null, and I did my sideline, I did my maps. I uh, realized I was going to have to do it four more times. And so I just copied and pasted my sideline for the rest of the builds. Uh, Except for the Flex Metallo build. Uh, That one had more doom on it. Yeah, a lot of people Uh played Annihilating Conqueror to make uh, Flex Latveria. There are a lot of teams out there that went that route. Yeah, uh, I went with Lord Doom uh, with the celebrity thing. I uh, I would say uh, Flex is probably the funnest and the funnest in the sense of trying to actually use his trick uh, where he could bend uh, the bend the wall open to let characters move through. I didn't think that would come into play, but I uh, observed a couple of games and in my own game itself that one extra square made a lot of difference uh, for a lot of people's teams including mine. Uh, so I'd say that he was the funnest to uh, to play and watch other people play. Uh, 
the most boring one for me was probably the first round uh, with uh, Null. Uh, that one, I felt like uh, I kind of copped out a little bit just because it's been played before. I've seen it before with Null and Doppelganger. Uh, I think a lot of people want that route with a monster thing. Uh, mine was Null, Doppelganger, Double Wendigo, Double Moloid, and Norman. Now the, uh, what do you call it, the OP kit, Norman. Uh, I mainly was just hoping that a Wendigo would survive, and I can go off with that because I didn't think uh, I would do very well with my Null just because once he gets off that top click, he doesn't have any move, move attack and no counter is no, you know, uh, with that necro sword. So whoever whoever has their no go off first, the other pro, the other person has a really uphill battle to go through. Now, um, with your because you did sweep everyone that you played against, were there any really like if you when you watched the last game when I posted that you did kind of walk all over him, and that was against Dave Mazura. Um, he had a vulture team to go with Madrox. Um, he kind of, and I don't, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but he did kind of limp into the final round, if you want to call it, because he only walked in where he was a four and zero and only had 370 points. So he was in a position where he had to win in order to place in this tournament, because the rules are the prizing was based off of your wins and your points. So it didn't matter if. You um, got in the final round. If you lost, it didn't guarantee you second place because it was all based off wins and points. So he actually dropped all the way from first or second to, I believe it was, two, four, sixth place. But I will be giving something to all the people that went four and one because I felt like they did a lot of work. They got really close. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just didn't make it with the cut with uh, points. I know how that feels because that happened to me in Jay's tournament. I went two and one along with two other people in my pod, but I didn't have enough points to move on to top 16, and I know how frustrating that is to have a great record but not enough points. Um, mm-hmm. But was there were there any matchups that were really close that you were maybe worried about that you might not be able to pull off? Uh, well, I, I was worried about Dave's uh, matchup just because of Vulture. if he goes first, then uh, I probably lose. Or I ha- if I don't get my rollouts with the the maggots uh, for that for that build, I ran uh, four maggots with uh, Madrix and Wally Channing. Uh, is mainly uh, and Iceman, right? Yeah, and Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. Uh, that, that's all the points I had left over. So uh, no one else could really fit on there except Iceman. Uh, but yeah, if uh, he going if Dave goes first. I probably lose because he uh, equips the vulture uh, and he has flurry and he kills one, two, three, three guys at least. And then maggots have to roll out multiple times to survive. Uh, that one was the scariest up front. But I won that. Um, he decided to play defensively instead of trying to go for it and see what could happen. Which someone that, that, that's a coin toss because I could just as easily he does. Uh, but the the toughest one to play it out uh, to grind it out was uh, Isaac uh, Arnold Berkovitz for the absorbing absorbing man. Uh, 
because he played three danger room constructs on his team. Uh, um, it's tough enough to fight one and maybe two, and usually you ignore them and go after everything else. Uh, but once I, he kind of spread himself out so that way he could kind of, kind of, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, prepare for the alpha strike. My team was, uh, he had a dark Phoenix. That was the first one that had to go just for retaliation. That's always dangerous to leave a dark Phoenix on and to heal up. And, uh, I didn't think I would beat the kid. Uh, honestly, I was just trying to score points against him. Um, uh, he had some bad roles. Uh, that's, uh, what it came down to is that even though I had bad roles in that game as well, uh, he had worse roles than I did when it mattered. Uh, I, when I played him, I killed his Phoenix and then I killed his Magneto and then I killed his, uh, Mr. Sinister and then I killed his, uh, what's the other Sabertooth. And all that was left was a uh, high evolution with the stop click and um, Absorbing Man, who was still at full dial. And uh, all my guys would beat the crap. So I thought that uh, Absor- Absorbing Man and High Evolutionary would just uh, clean up my team because everybody was like on click two, click three. Uh, you, know, you know, Adams are only really good for the beginning part and they don't have any mobility. So uh, once he got rid of uh, one of my guys, Owatu uh, or Micron, um, it would have been tough because I only scored, uh, I think, uh, 125 points, 150 points. Uh, killing all the constructs are super cheap, but they're so good. I mean, uh, how long was the match? I mean, <laughs> for yeah. you to get through all three constructs, like that's that's. Uh, <laughs> I got it came down to almost time by like two minutes. Wow, Isaac is a really good player. He's really quick. He's a slow player. Me, you know, uh, and uh, I'm not trying to say other players slow player me, but when your team starts losing pieces and losing their dial, you don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to make the wrong choice. You yeah, want to, and uh, that's, uh, he knew exactly what he needed to do, needed to, do to win. Uh, he didn't hesitate. And I knew that if I needed, needed to stand a chance against beating his team, I also needed to be quick. I needed to just go, go something, go do something, and just do it. And if it didn't work, then just move it. Uh, because yeah, uh, chewing through three construct dials, uh, it took almost the whole game. And yeah. typically, you don't get to do that in a, uh, in a meta-competitive environment doing just one or two. What I found uh, funny about is- your um, your last game against Dave was <laughs> your Madrox, who I built the, that round around about, didn't even leave your starting area. You just sent out Lila Cheney with the four maggots and Iceman and Madrox. 150 points, just sat in the starting area and did literally nothing the entire match. Uh, yeah, uh, he. Uh, I, I was going to try to do something, but I was more scared of that vulture getting a cheap kill and uh, charging because I thought that's what he was going to do. But he never, he never he didn't go for it. So uh, I didn't mean to do anything else uh, with Madrox, which was a shame. Uh, that's also what happened when I uh, originally 
when I sent you all my builds, I built around each character. But after the first round, round uh, I saw that people were playing a lot more competitively. I, I knew that make it meta by trying to go hard and some people are just doing a plug and play swapping out a character for a meta build and then just running with it uh but uh what was it flexman tallow uh that was the second round yes uh i thought that was the funnest one to build uh and uh but after that round i saw people playing i when I went undefeated, I decided that I should probably build a little bit more competitively since I was doing well. And then I won my third round, and I decided I should build even more competitively. And I won my fourth round, and I was like, okay, maybe I can win this round too. Uh, and the fifth round, I was, I decided to shoot for second place instead of, instead of first. Uh, I decided that uh, by doing the math, that I, if I can just kill Madrix uh, with uh, four poisons, then uh, I get second place and I can just uh, relax and just have fun with the game. But uh, I ended up winning. That's so just uh, that's how it worked out. Well, congrats on winning uh, the Make It Meta tournament. You're, once yeah, I get congrats. the brick Good of job. Wonder Woman, I will be sending it toward or to you. You also get, as an additional prize for our Sets Appeal tournament, whether you join it or not, you get to pick a set to be for that tournament. If you don't remember how that is done, we pick five different sets for that tournament, and then people have to use just that set to build from. So Brad, you got, a, I think we did our tournament back or in August. So that's what we'll have it uh, this year. So think of a set that you would like to be involved in the sets appeal tournament. Oh, that's easy. Uh, I would go to my very first set that I played it. That's the amazing Spider-Man set. Okay. Well, there you heard it guys. Well, there you go. So that's going to be one of the sets. I don't know which round it's going to be, but that is going to be one of the sets for sure. Now, Brad, you brought up a very interesting thing for this tournament, and I actually like this concept that I will implement next year in our Make It Meta. But you said it was pretty easy because you know kind of what you were going against each round. So, like, round one, you knew you were going against at least a null. Round two, you know you were going at least a flex. And you suggested to me that I come up with the five figures, everyone builds their teams with those figures, and then when matchups are made, you roll a D6, one through five, six not being anything, or maybe I'll add a six person. Uh, six being your choice, probably. Six being your choice, that's a good idea. Um, and then whatever number you get on your die, that's the team you're going to play. So that way you never know what you're going to be playing up against. Therefore, more people will find a way to actually make those characters meta because, like you said in your last round, you made a team specifically to take out Madrox so you would be guaranteed second place. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it felt cheap, but I, uh, yeah, it's just I when when it comes to building competitively, you uh, try to build in a meta way. If you know that, uh, uh, I don't know if any of you guys travel to tournaments uh, like uh, to like WKOs or rock tournaments. Uh, but when I, I, I travel around to Oklahoma, Arkansas. Uh, down to Houston and Austin, Texas, and Dallas, Texas. 
There's a big scene over here. Uh, but you can uh, go to an area and know what to expect, sort of, uh, and how certain people will play. Uh, like uh, the Tulsa area, I'm expecting Dooms to be played. And so I'm going to build with that in mind. Uh, if I go to another area, that just... I don't know if it's cheap or dirty or if it's smart, but it's just, uh, for me, it's just logical. It's just, uh, if you know what, what to expect, then you should try to build against that and, or be prepared for that. No, I like that idea. Well, that's the thing with, 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 that's the thing with meta in general. Like usually when you know what meta is in any other hobby or any other type of, uh, um, competitive aspect, whether it be, um, TCGs or board games, whatever, if you know the meta, Anybody can build for that, and there's always a meta. So that's, it's not cheap or anything. That's just being prepared. <laughs> yeah, so. but no, I really like that idea. I am going to implement that probably in the next Make It Meta one, just to make yeah. You might see more plug and play teams where they just swap out certain things. So you can work your way around that if you want to uh, by doing a higher point value, or uh, you can say uh, no dooms allowed for this team or uh, just to see what they can do with it. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly, but it's something to think about and to help make those other pieces that you would like to shine, you know? All right, well, that is our conclusion of our Make It Meta. Like I said, we still do have a few games that have to be played if they want to, but um, fourth through first has been decided. Uh, we are going to continue on now with our review of the Wonder Woman set. We are now on the Super Rares. We will do the chases next week when the set actually releases. So let's, we got about 11 figures to go through, I think 12. So let's go through these. So first Super Rare of the set is going to be 049 Wonder Woman. She comes at two point values. She's either going to be 100 or 50. Uh, she comes with the Wonder Woman team ability and JSA. She has Amazon, Bombshells, Justice League, Justice Society, Past Warrior Keyword, and she has a zero reign with double target. She's got two traits. Champion of the... I can never say that place. Um, Wonder Woman bracelets. Wonder Woman may start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment equipped. If Wonder Woman equips the bracelets when she is targeted with a range attack, increase the result of her super senses by an additional one. So... Uh, with the Wonder Woman, and that it would be a 5 through 6. She also has another trait. She can do it. Friendly characters with woman or girl in their name or have the bombshells keyword can't be given action tokens by opposing effects or have their combat values negatively modified by opposing effects. So she's decent. She's got great stats. Starts off with a 12 charge, naked 12 attack, 18 impervious, 4 damage leadership. And um, she doesn't do much else, really. I mean, she can't equip any of the equipments, but she's basically a nice, just simple beat up figure. Thoughts? I like the I'll I, like the, I like the second trait a lot, actually, to be honest. I mean, and it's just anybody with woman or girl in their trait or in their name. Yeah, it's too bad that the bombshells aren't modern anymore i think right i think they've all fallen off uh, i think, I think the what... raven and the hawk girl are still relevant and the one from rebirth right the canary uh, black canary one rebirth is all getting rotated out i believe uh, no i thought it was staying is it staying yeah because there's a lot in rebirth uh so uh another thing to think about uh once it gets uh 
rolling out the Silver Age. Uh, it's a bombshell. Uh, I think she'll be very good. Uh, oh, yeah. For Silver Age. In modern Age, I don't really see her doing anything except for maybe being on uh, the, the, the Annihilating Conqueror teams for the past keyword. Yeah. Uh, I've heard low dial. I think she's uh, good with leadership. Most Doom teams don't have a leadership. And uh, she's solid for 50 minutes. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, I don't really see her doing too much. Nope. Um... In the meta, in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the competitive environment. In the, uh, outside of that, she's uh, got great stats. Uh, I think she's a good leader uh, for her points, and that's uh, that's what you want is leadership and bombshells. So that's a great keyword right there. Yeah, like, I said, I, like you said, I don't think she's going to make a big impact in meta, but she will be a fun one to play. And she's got a great sculpt. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, it's one of the best sculpts in the set. Yep. All right, next one, 050 Mary Shazam. She comes in at 75 points, has the Mystic keyword, Fawcett City, Justice League, and Mystical keywords, six range, single target. She is a flyer. She's got one trait, to protect my family, defend. When a friendly character within range and line of fire would be targeted by an attack, you may roll a D6. Four through six, place Mary Shazam adjacent to that character, and she becomes a target of the attack, even if it would be illegal. We've seen this before. There's been some Supermen that have done the same thing, where they take the uh, the attack rather than them. She has a speed power. Long story short, we're all superheroes. Charge, but does not have her speed. She has values of 12, 11, and 10 with that power. And then her last one on attack is Shazam. Once per turn, when Mary... when Mary Shazam hits an opposing character with a close action after resolutions. She may use Quake as free. So if you can get that 12 charge for 4 damage, 5 with a light, and then you uh, hit with that close combat attack, you can then use Quake as free, which would be another 4 damage because it's a single Quake. So she has a potential of doing 8 damage, possibly 9 with a light in one turn, so not bad for 75 points. Uh, she starts off with 12 with that speed, 11 with that attack, 18 impervious, and a 4 damage leadership. Again, really good figure. Little pricey, which is sad to say when a figure can do 9 points of damage in one turn. Which, uh, damage... Actually, that's going to be good now than modern because there's not a lot of figures that can do 9 damage in one turn. Well, on top of that, like, yeah, she's 75 points. And, uh, you know, to, to to your point, like... That's unfortunate. That sounds like it's too much, but if we start looking at figures that <clears throat> with her keywords, what she can tie it, li- line up with, yeah, like she's got Justice just, League. I mean, right? You, you're like it, her Batman Prime. Okay, I can just sit basically in the back of the map if I want to and mind control you. And if you even try to get close to me, I have a 12 speed charge that can come at you. I'm pretty sure I have you, my bases covered <clears throat> at that point. And if you run Mystical, I mean, like just what pops to my mind, Mystical with Windigos. I mean, your Windigos can now kind of get that little bit extra protection. She just pops up if she gets four through six and says, nope, Windigo's protected for a turn, you know. So, uh, absolutely. Cool. Uh, she, uh, abso- I think she pairs up very well with uh, a super rare that's further down. Because uh, uh, right now with uh, the with uh, Flight uh, being with carry, she can now carry uh, this next super rare that's coming up that I'll mention once we talk about it. Uh, I, uh, does very well to make sure that that eleven attack hits, uh, and uh, yeah, Wendy goes uh, absolutely. She uh, softens up whenever she's trying to hit, uh, 
and then Wendigos uh, will follow next turn. And yeah, again, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but to protect my family, that trait that doesn't sound like it's once per turn. So anytime they target somebody with an attack, you could just reposition her. Well, she uh, has if to you get the point six. To see, she has to see them, and they have to be within her range. So, I mean, it, it, yeah, it depend that you you might not get it every time, but yeah, I mean that can definitely happen multiple times. Oh. She needs to soak up a bunch of damage. Yeah, right. But like if you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, like if you have like three windigos that are right there, you can just ping pong her across everything and yeah. just keep her in the center, you know. So yeah, I mean it totally depends on placement, but I don't know. I think for really general good. for general purpose, that's all. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, and meta, I think she has value. I think she's a B tier piece yeah. uh for her points. But I think she is a little bit costly, but uh it's uh again leadership is a super useful power for action economy. Uh with Wendigo teams you need that extra action and uh, she'll, yeah, I think she has a, a lot more value with this call, especially with the new rules that she can now prop her own attack roll. Yeah, uh, yeah. with a theme team. Yeah, and again, gorgeous sculpt. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the best, <laughs> one of the best sculpts in the set. Um, next one we got zero fifty one Green Lantern. This is Hell Jordan, so he is seventy five okay, so points. Go ahead. He's definitely meta. Yes. Like, I don't even. Have, he's, um, he has 75 points, Green Lantern Corps, TA, so he, there's your uh, taxi. Keywords are Green Lantern Corps, Herald, Justice League, and Soldiers. He's got a seven range single target. Has one trait free if no construct generated by Green Lantern was on your force's turn. Generate a green construct, and we do have two of them. The first one is what comes with him, which is the Catcher's Mitt, and that is adjacent friendly characters have ESD, so he can just give friendly characters ESD. The other one is the Spotlight, and that is free. Improve targeting hindering. Choose an opposing character within six squares in line of fire. The chosen character modifies range and attack. Excuse me, negative one and when making range attacks until your next turn. So that was not bad as also. Um, he also does have a defense power. Sometimes the best defense is a good offense. Stop invuln. He has two of those. So you are starting off with a 10 running shot, 11 attack, 19 defend with three damage leadership. So for 75 points, you're getting a taxi, someone with defend, and also ESD. So you're giving everyone adjacent to you a 21 from range, which is great. And And he's your leadership too. And he's your leadership. And then when you pop him, um, he has a stop click on click two, which is... 10 sidestep, 12 psychic blast, 18 invuln with that stop, 3 damage leadership. And then he has mid dial, um, some more psychic blast, some outwit, and then he ends on another stop click with a 9 running shot, 12 attack, 18 stop with that invuln, and 3 damage outwit. And this guy does have 2 point values, 75 and then 50. Um, mm-hmm. With the 50, you are just getting the 10 running shot, 11 psychic blast, 18 invuln with 3 damage outwit. But yeah, this guy is great. Especially if you're one of those more defensive type guys like I am. So you're getting that that carrying eight people, 19 defend with ESD if you do put the um, or the baseball mitt on him. So I like this guy a lot. Yeah, I mean, a lot similar to what we talked about <clears throat> last pod. Or don't remember which episode it is. But the Teen Lantern, I mean, she's 30 points and she does this. But, you know, 20 extra points, you got an attacker, you know, at the 50-point mark. You got an attacker, a taxi, an outwitter. Um, stop click um, a gener- you get a generate and equipment um, I think yeah this is definitely a, a meta looking figure 
Uh, I think uh, he can be, he's beachier meta. Uh, he's something that can shock a lot of teams, a lot of pieces, and do well uh, uh, with uh, with uh, on two different points. He can either do Justice League or uh, I'm sorry, not Justice League. I think that's a, a Soldier thing. I think Soldier thing thing would be great. Yeah, uh, it'll because... give them some. It'll give them a little bit of range because I don't remember how many soldiers have a lot of. I mean, obviously Captain Marvel's got like really far reach, but just for pure range attack, he's pretty good with his. Like he's got you know big targeting. You know, so uh, I'm gonna pair him up with uh, three of the allied soldiers for that enhancement. Uh, that's sixty points plus fifty points. Uh, that's a uh, hundred and ten points. Yeah. Uh, with Ares, that's 235 points. So you have 65 points left to play with, with soldiers. So there's a lot you could do. Uh, and that, uh, that 50 point, uh, running shot, Green Lantern can now do Pensai for six damage. Uh, if you get TK on the team, yeah, it's, it's just great. Uh, also, you could just get a non thing and, uh, do the soldiers. And, uh, wild card with Mary Jane. To get that Green Lantern, TK up uh, the Green Lantern, and she carries up autonomously on the four. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go that route too, and just say seventeen seventy six. Get him on the team. Um, now you got MJ. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly right. Just do it that yeah, way. there you go. That's your sixty five points right there. There you go. Uh, and then that's your perplex to pop up his attack, and then you have all the problems. Nope, yep, this guy's gonna definitely see some play out there in meta. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be a very fun team to play. Uh, you know, it can do well yeah. uh, with the right matchups. Agreed. Uh, next one we have zero fifty two Aries. He is a unique. I'm gonna say that right off the bat. He is 125 points. He's got the Mystic keyword. He's armor, brute, deity, soldier, and warrior. Zero range with double target. He's got three traits. First one is he is an ally which means he has a unique modifier slash sideline active, which is, again, soldier keyword, where captains and psychics get plus one to attack and damage. He has another trait. They fight for my amusement. When a character named Allied Soldier or German Soldier is KO'd, give Ares an Endless War token. At the beginning of your turn, for every two Endless War tokens, he has gained one mission point. So he is a mission point character. And then his last one is a damage power, which he has on his entire dial. A vision of never-ending battle. Leadership, but succeeds on a 4 through 6. When he uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate an allied soldier bystander or a German soldier bystander. If you do, an opponent also generates an allied soldier bystander or a German soldier bystander, whichever you did not choose. So if you make a German soldier, the uh, your opponent makes the other one. Um, and then adjacent to one of their characters, the bystander they generate is friendly to their force. So, Allied Soldier Bystander, you're looking at a 8 running shot, 10 attack, 16 defense with a 2 damage enhancement. And a German Soldier is 8 uh, movement, 9 energy explosion, 17 toughness with a 3 damage. Um, so, yeah, this guy's just spitting out pogs. He's got some great stats. 11 charge, 12 blades, 19 impervious with 4 damage with that power. Um, has blades his first 5 clicks, some flurry towards the end. But uh, he's just... He's a nice beef stick that's going to be making uh, soldiers like crazy. So I, I like him a lot, even though he's probably not meta. I just I like him a lot, honestly. Uh, I would like to make this guy meta. 
He's like at that point value. Like he's 125, but he offers a lot for what he's like. He is costly, but I feel like he offers an awful lot going on there. So, but he's probably not meta just because he's a he's a charge piece, and charge pieces just kind of inherently aren't as good unless they can go across the board, and he can't really do that. Well, I think his meta-ishness comes from when he generates his characters because he's making two of them. So yeah. therefore, if you could do some sort of pulse wave or Phoenix blast or something like that and take out, you know, four of them one turn, he gets four mission points right there. That's and actually friendly and opposing. So it's like you knock out your opposing, the opposing one. As long as you keep yours safe so you don't ever cost yourself points, you can just keep knocking well, out the opponents. The thing about those is you're not costing yourself points because these pogs don't cost anything. Yeah. Oh, oh, they don't? My bad. No, the ones he generates are zero. So. Oh, that's yeah, even uh, better. I work on this guy with uh, Dark Felix or Wendigos. Uh, just uh, feed them yeah. to the, the bird or the Wendigo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it, I, I, I agree that he's not completely meta, but I, I'm kind of right with Brad. I would love to make him meta. Um, I think this is a figure worth looking at. <clears throat> Dan, to your point, excuse me, I got something in my throat. Dan, to your point, you, uh, you're saying, you know, he's a charge piece, but, and I think that applied but i'm curious with all the rules changes and a lot of the the utility of like different figures now that um characters can carry flying characters i'm curious if we'll see a lot more of these charge figures kind of come up and and, and yeah, that's true so and uh, yeah Dark Phoenix, if, if you play if you play this guy it's when he gets into Phoenix, then that those those uh giants and colossals can just carry him so he be, he may be a candidate for make it meta next year. You never know. I like myself in Aries. Um, next one we have zero fifty three the Flash. Now this was the one that was made by Medi G and his two other teammates. I forget who it was with a George Masu and somebody else. Yeah, George Masu, uh, Adam Friedman, and Medi G, Matt Yeah. Um, so this guy is thirty points. But he has three different dials, but we'll get that into a second. So 30 points. He's got police and team player. He is Central City, Future, Justice League, Justice Society, Past, Police, Scientist, Speedster, Teen Titans, and Young Justice. He has a zero range with a one target. His trait, Team Flash. During force construction, you may only add the Flash at 20 points if you also add the Flash starting at 30 points. So you have to start one at 30 and then you can add another one for 20 points, and then another one if you want to. If you do, at the beginning of the game, you must choose a distinct starting line for each one, as they all have a 30-point value for all effects this game, including scoring. So it's kind of like with the Dr. Fates. The first one costs 30 points, and then the next two, I think, you can have cost 20 points because there are only three starting lines, so you can't have more than three, correct? Yes, Uh, and also, but if you KO them... At twenty point one, you score them as thirty. So they're 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 played at twenty points, but they're scored at thirty points. And also, you can play the uh, twenty point one uh, with the uh, leadership dial, which we'll talk about in a second, and it'll count as thirty points. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, there's a lot there's a lot going on with this guy. So the first one is back in a flash. Uh, for uh, team or uh, for movement, which is improved characters, charge once per turn. When the Flash uses it after resolutions, he may use charge as free. So his he's only got two clicks for each dial. His first one 
which is back in a flash, is 13 movement, 12 in cap, 18 senses, 3 damage leadership. So that's the one where you're saying that it counts for 30 points um, for leadership. The next one is speed you in and out of danger, TK. When the flash uses it to place a friendly character, after resolutions, you may place that character within two squares in line of fire of their current square. So kind of like what uh, Mr. Oz did, Polaris kind of did the same thing. And with that, you're getting an eight sidestep, nine attack with that power, 18 ESD, and two damage prob. Not bad. And then the last one, damage power, infrared goggles, let me find the bad guys. Enhancement, outwit, free, improved targeting, elevation, hindering, and characters. Choose an opposing character within six squares in line of fire. This turn, line of fire drawn to that character can't be hindered. And with that, you're getting 10 stealth, 10 quake, 17 combat reflexes, and 3 damage with that power. So this guy is a Swiss army knife. So um, I believe oh, I've heard the talk is the magic number is not three of these guys, but it's two of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Did you well, say this keyword? Half three, yeah. But... All 50 of them. Uh, so, George, uh, yeah, no, he just asked if I said all of his keywords. I said, yeah, all 50 of them because he does have a ton. Oh, yeah, this guy is uh, about a dozen keywords. It's, uh, that, the whole point of that is to play him on a bunch of different themes. Also, to uh, play with his team ability, which is a wild card or a team player. Yep. Make uh, yeah, Green Lantern core, and he's carrying everybody. There you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Green Lantern is a great team ability to go with this guy, and you can do it on all three dials, too. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a phenomenal piece. This will probably be the most uh, in the set. Uh, Would you say and, the most expensive? Because you cut out there. Uh, uh, the most expensive? What did you no, you what, just, what you just you cut said? out at the end there? You said uh, the, uh, the most meta. Most meta, okay. Meta. Yeah, the most I will say the most probably expensive super rare. I see this guy going for 40, 50 bucks a piece. Yeah, uh, this will be this uh, piece will be 40 to 50 for the That's my only thing about this piece is that you need to you know, like props props to like Matt and all of them for making it. It's a, it's a great piece, but did they really have to stick it in the super rare slot so that trying to get a hold mm-hmm. of potentially three of them is a $100 oh, endeavor? They don't have a choice about that. It's uh uh now, I don't know a lot about the the, the design making process, but uh, uh, all of what the player does that makes it, it's all by suggestion. This is how they would like it to, to happen, and, uh, and this is how the points they would maybe like it to be. But they don't really have a choice over that. Uh, they, if they want it to be at a certain point value, a certain amount of powers, and a certain amount of stats, uh, it just uh, has to go with. Uh, fits for that point cost. So for 30 points, I mean, this is a chase or a super rare level piece. I'll tell you what, man, if I'm ever making a figure, it's definitely going to be a super rare or a chase. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying they did anything bad. It's just I only right. meant that, like, because it's so good and you have to play, you you probably want to play multiples, just getting a hold of them is going to be expensive. Let, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. That was yeah, that's out of their hands. That's all this kit's there. It wasn't yeah. a negative. It was just like I was no, really no, surprised. No. I, I didn't take it that way. So. Uh, but yeah, this guy, like you said, he's a Swiss Army knife piece. Uh, and you, you, when you play with this piece on your team, you go with the original design that you'd like it to do. But 
when you come across a team that it would be better suited for, you just pick a different dial. So if uh, someone's going to come across with the Alpha Strike team, they get to go first. Uh, then you go with the Combat Reflexes dial, be prop. Uh, or if you're going to get the Alpha Strike, double charge, or the TK for your pieces. Having three on this team is too many, but I have, uh, maybe there's a belt out there for three of them. So what two are you going with for dial wise? Uh number one, uh, in my opinion, is the TK piece. Yep. Uh, I think uh, he has a lot of brutality. As I think he's better as a support piece than he is as, as an attacker. Uh, just because of that, that Mr. Oz, he does it for 10-point He has prop, and he's I think he's better defensively than Mr. Oz. Uh, just because of the PD, the, a wild card, and uh, he can get out of there. And he can also make an attack or two if he needs to. Yep. Nope, I uh, that, and yeah. then the second one is the double charge. The double charge is awesome. Yeah. Uh, he gets leadership. Uh, the 12 attack is nasty. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, that, that dial right there. Yep. Yeah, 13, 12, 18, 3 is insane for 30 points, especially when you get used to charge again after that. And the the third dial is such a unique uh, niche uh, dial that I don't think it'll ever come into play unless you're playing against someone that's uh, doing a lot of barrier. Which there are teams like that with Molecule Man. Yep. Or if you happen to run across a uh, what's your uh, human Porsche team uh, from uh, Future Foundation. Yep. Uh, with that, uh, uh, instead of having blocking, they just block with bodies and mastermind them. Yep, and actually, Lucas just won um, Jay Solomon's tournament with uh, that strategy. Yeah, that's a dirty strategy in sealed. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised he won with that team. Um, all right, so moving on to the next one is one that I was really hoping that they were going to make in the Superman Wonder Woman set, and that is a 054 Lex Luthor from Red Sun. So he is unique. He is 50 points. Now, is this one that Isaac made? Yeah. Yes. All right, so he is 50 points, no team abilities. He's got Metropolis, Politician, Red Sun, and Scientist keywords. got four range, single target. He's got a lot going on here. So he is only four clicks deep. Uh, he has nothing on his first click except for Mastermind and two damage outwit. But then if you get him to a second click, he's got a movement power. Me, very pleased to meet you. When this click is first revealed, after resolutions, generate a bizarro bystander that is immune until your next turn, even if this power is lost. And bizarro looks like 9 charge, 11 quake, 17 impervious, 4 damage with the flight. So you just can't attack him until uh, the following turn. He also has, uh, on the, his last three clicks, a uh, defensive power, send minions to stop Sumeran. Stop Mastermind. When a bystander generated by Lex Luthor is KO'd after resolutions, deal him one unavoidable damage. So that kind of sucks, but uh, it is one of the ways he is not, not nerfed, but just brought down. Um, on click three, <clears throat> he's got attack power, a box within a box within an infinite number of boxes. When this click is first revealed, after resolutions, generate a green light bystander that is immune until your next turn, even as power is lost. Green light looks like this. 9 running shot, 11 psychic blast, 13 toughest, 3 damage, and is a flyer. And then lastly, on his last click, 
He's got damage power. Why don't you just put the whole world in a bottle, Superman? Outwit. When this click is first revealed, choose an opposing character. For the rest of the game, that character can't attack Lex Luthor unless they are the only character on their force. Protected Outwit and Pulse Wave. <coughs> so for 50 points, you're getting a good Outwitter, and you're getting a great bystander maker with the Bizarro and the green light guy. I think Isaac did a great job making this guy. Um, he is standing on the little red sun symbol like they all the chases did in Superman and Wonder Woman. And uh, I'm excited for this guy, actually. Yeah, I think he's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, this isn't my type of figure. Um, I think 50 points in Mastermind, Outwit. Um, and maybe if you give him an equipment top dial, or something he can, that can utilize him at top dial. Um, other than that, I mean, it, it's, it's cool. It's just not my type of figure. Dan, Brad, thoughts? Oh, uh, this is another cute. Uh, this just is just like the Flash uh, dial. It's a, it's a very unique design. Uh, I unique. don't know what to build with it just yet. Uh, my first gut is to go with uh, Scientist uh, to help with prob and get that outwit going. Uh, there's a Scientist is a great keyword. It's really popular. So uh, just go with your gut on that one. Yeah, uh, the it's. I think he's better uh, with Jason Wingard than he is um, a Moon Force. Yeah, uh, just because he can get that Bizarro and then that Green Light out, uh, do some major damage. Yeah, Dan, thoughts? If you want to make him irritating, I would go with Liar Ring because yeah. then you just can't ignore. Then you just can't ignore him because then he has a ten range out wit and a ten range mind mm-hmm. control. So. Um, that would be my starting point, I guess, at least with him, if I was wanting to do something with him, just so that they can't just ignore him. So, And it doesn't say anything about he can't be healed. So I feel like if you uh, um, just keep healing I mean, it up, won't, you're not going to remake the bystanders, but you will no. keep getting the stop clicks? Yeah, it just, you won't, yeah, it's not like you'll generate more bystanders, you'll just get your, your stop clicks back, which is fine, but yeah. yeah. Beyond that, it doesn't offer any more utility. Yeah. Uh, I think this piece is very easy to kill, in my opinion. He does have some low defenses. He goes 16 three times and 17 at the end. Um, uh, but Yeah, Magda just eats this guy alive with poison. Yeah, that is true. Um, but I don't think he's, – he's one of those tricky figures where he's easy to kill, but you also <clears throat> don't want to ignore him. So he is kind yeah. of in that realm where – you kind of just want to get rid of him right away. What I do like the fact that you can't attack his bystanders until your following turn, so they are going to be able to do something at least. Uh, can, you, can, you pulse wave through, can you pulse wave through immune? I'm pretty sure you can. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Can't be targeted with damage, I thought. But, uh, I will have the new pack on me. I'm pretty sure immune I was, is. I was just wondering if, it, if, he, if, he, if Luther's also targeted pulse wave. Because then uh, his, his, his last power. click is uh, his last click has protected pulse wave. Well, the stops are off protected pulse wave. Yeah, I was just thinking his other powers aren't. Uh, yeah, I mean, the way around it is the is the bystanders because as soon as they're knocked out, he takes one unavoidable. So yeah, no, even I if he's trying, protected, I, I was just trying to think of a way to get rid of the bystander. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, like, even if he is protected pulse wave, you still can 
try to go to the blind side. I think immune does protect them from pulse wave, though. But I, just, I, I haven't used I haven't used immune enough to be like, hey, this yeah. Is- there hasn't been a lot. There's been a scrawl that has immune, and these I can't think of anything else. And a, has, uh, and a, and a falcon, falcon, falcon yeah. right. uh, Not to be a doubter about this piece, but also uh, Lord Doom also shuts this. Yep. So if you try to build with this guy in mind, then it's just a bad meta right now for him. That the Doom's out there. Does he just like say you can't generate? Is that you just can't generate yeah, bystander? Your opposing right? has more characters than you. You can't make uh, bystanders. And playing this on a scientist team, you, you gotta have a high team team count. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Moving on. We got zero fifty five. Felix Faust. I would like to talk about this one. All right. <laughs> You're pretty passionate about that, Dan. So go ahead. Thank you. Well, the next actually the next three, but that's just me. So <laughs> well, you get um, this one. <laughs> Uh, so Felix Faust, he is a unique. He comes in at 60 points. He has 8 range, the Mystic's team ability. He is 6 clicks long. He is a boot symbol. He has the keywords in Justice League, Mystical, Secret Society of Supervillains. Um, he's got a trait, a speed power, and damage power. So his trait is a deal worthy of my namesake. When an opposing character within range use, would use Outwit, Prob, or Perplex, roll a d6 on a 1. That character can, can use that power an additional time this turn. So pretty bad. 4 to 5. The use of that power has no effect. Six, the use of that power has no effect. And after resolution, deal that character one penetrating damage. So two to three, nothing happens, basically. So a pretty neat trait. Um, he's got eight range, so that's... Uh, you don't have to draw a line of fire for it, so that can happen. It's any time, so... He's probably going to be rolling that D6 quite a bit. His speed power is on clicks one through four. It is traveling the ley lines, stealth... Free, place Felix Faust in a square up to four squares away from his current square. That's pretty good. Free movement with stealth is wonderful, especially because he's got Psychic Blast, his entire dial, and also Super Senses, his entire dial. And then his last is his damage power, which he also has his entire dial, is the Bell, the Wheel, the Jar of Demons 3, Outwit, Prob, and Enhancement. So three good support powers. I know people are like, well, what's Enhancement? Why don't... I know they're miffed about the Perplex, but... Enhancement's good, especially with the changes. So, especially when you get it to just poof for four squares, <laughs> like yeah. don't really care about placement. Yeah, yeah. Since you can't perplex up damage anymore, then... it's Sorry, probably cut out helpful. You cut, out, you cut out there, Brad. You want to say that again? Uh, uh, yes, I was saying that uh, since uh, you can't perplex damage anymore, yeah, uh, the enhancement's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I like enhancement. You know, I mean, clicks is always more range, so. Or of a range game, so having having enhancement, I don't think is bad, especially with where he can reposition himself rather rather easily. Can, can someone remind me what perplex now is? Perplex, you can only modify anything except damage plus one. Uh, this is who I want to pair up with, Mary Shazam. Mary Shazam. Yeah, uh, because you tiki out Mary Shazam, he moves up. And- uh, she goes full reach charge and carrying him and she has basically two props to hit and if anyone tries to prod Mary Shazam's attack his first trait kicks him yep um, he does uh, also have a 30 point value and not yeah. 60 yeah. I don't think they mentioned that's that. where I want to play around right, oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah you, you get you get the last three clicks of his dial for uh, for 30 points for thirty freaking points, dude. Yeah, this is. Oh yeah, he's disgu- he's disgusting. He's not like he's not Faust the Le disgusting, but he's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, and he's got mystical, so there's another mystical 
you know, keyword right there. Yeah. And he's got mm-hmm. Mystic, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this side with Mary Shazam, you could potentially uh, kill a person's team with uh, his uh, first trait with that volume of six. If they keep re-rolling and keep getting those sixes, Mary Shazam just eats them all up, uh, especially with Windicos. Do you quake your own people, or is that just energy explosion? Uh, that's no, energy explosion and pulse wave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Quake, you don't. It's only opposing adjacent. So she could still carry him and then Quake after she hits. Yep. No, yeah, this is, this is a great piece. Uh, 60 points and 30 points. And uh, you can play him as a, a man attacker. Uh, and that's the thing. He, at 60 points, he's starting to interrupt you at 60 yeah, points. That's, he is that's a why I kind of liked him at 60 was just because I mean, 11 for 3, Psychic Blast, large range. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, Brad. So he's just no, no, a, a nice, simple support figure. When he's de- he has the damage power all the way through his dial. Yep. Yeah. That's impressive. All right, yeah, moving, moving on, we got 056 Firstborn. Um, holy crap, this guy's got some stats. Okay, so he has 90 points, cosmic energy, has animal, brute, deity, mystical, and warrior keywords, zero range, one target. He is a vampire dial, so you do start him on click four, and then he heals through uh, steel energy like most vampires. But he is starting with a 12, 11, 18, 4. He's got a bunch of powers. He's a giant, by the way. So first one is on his speed power, giant retaliation, descending or descending from Mount Olympus. Phase teleport, wow, phase teleport Plasticity. Power. If no friendly character has been placed this turn, choose an opposing character within six squares that attacked Firstborn or damaged a friendly character since your last turn. Place Firstborn such that he can make a close attack target the chosen character, then do so. If the chosen if the chosen opposing character has two action tokens after resolutions, remove an action token from Firstborn. So, it is a power action. Just to remind you out there, it's not a free action, but you are swinging for an 11 attack with a 4 damage. He does have a defensive power that he has on that click on his last click, a gift from the god, which is stop impervious at the end of your turn. Give each adjacent opposing character an action token if you can't deal them one penetrating damage. So this guy, if you really want to, could just move up 12, get adjacent to a bunch of your people, and then put an action token on him without even doing anything except for moving next to him, which is great. And then he has divine aura, which is on his damage which is on his entire dial which is firstborn modifies attack and defense plus one for each action token on an adjacent opposing character so this guy if you can somehow manage it to move him up 12 double token a lot of people by putting a second token on them and if he has one token left he's getting a plus two to his attack and damage to each person with that with two action tokens um, and then if you can somehow get them all the way up to click one, you're looking at a 14 charge, 12 attack, 19 impervious, 5 damage, which would turn into a 14 attack, 7 damage if you're attacking somebody with two action tokens. Um, this guy is a beat stick. I don't know if he's meta. I don't think so because vampires are pretty hard to get going. But the mm-hmm. fact that he can just move up to somebody and give them action tokens just by that is really good. Well, it's not just... He's also a giant, so he benefits from the new giant rules, which giants, especially now single bases, are nuts. So the how does... Is, he, he probably won't be tokened very long, even if even if you have to move him up first. 
because was... you just roll that three to six at the beginning of your turn, and so, boom. So how does giant and cosmic energy proct off one another? You just get the giant. Okay. You don't get the because it's because great size grants willpower, but on a three to six. So that's the only thing. You won't have two rollouts. You'll only have the one. Oh, that'd be sick if he had two rollouts to take off tokens. Uh, yeah, I think you play two of these guys with double TK. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, yeah, you. Uh, uh, you and play he, I mean, and then you could run a Faust because he's mystical. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna play him with uh, Yafit with Clarifan and uh, Mother. There you uh, go. And uh, yeah, you go over there and carry Yafit with the and do some work uh, action up uh, their whole team. Yeah, and then you have points left over to do something else. Yeah, if you can play two of these guys and just double token, I mean, you're you're if you're playing a good player, they're not going to be um, all bunched together like that. But you may be able to double token maybe like their big hitters and leave the little ones mm-hmm. to maybe possibly plink away at too. Well, uh, uh, he has, he has uh, facing uh, teleport, so and there's not a lot of places you can hide. Yeah. No, I uh, personally don't care for this guy. I mean, I I, I I get all the arguments. I get that he's you know that his stats are impressive. Um, but like you like Adam, you hit the nail on the head. It's a vampire piece, and and you don't really see those um, because they take a second ticket going. Sure, he's got phasing teleport, but if you go first turn, you have the position, um, and you're going to want to get close enough to position yourself again. Um, and I think, you know, competitive players with a giant figure like this, um, I think I, I don't think you're going to get far with it. Um, but, you know, theme teams, you know, having that three cap, I mean, it, it's almost fair advantage at this point on what map you can get. Because uh, if you get map, you could probably just go indoor and a lot more safer that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I personally don't don't think this guy's uh, too hard. Uh, he's a C tier for me, for sure. But he's definitely something I'd want to try to see if I can catch somebody off guard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one we've got zero fifty-seven Hades. So he comes in at th- uh, sorry seventy-five points. Cosmic energy keyword or team ability deity monster mystical and ruler with an eight range single target. Two traits. First one, my power grows with each death. Whenever a standard character within ten squares is KO'd, generate a tortured soul bystander in that character's square. And tortured souls look like six sidestep. 9 in cap, 15 senses, and 0 damage. Next trait is spend eternity with me in the underworld. Whenever opposing character fails a breakaway roll, when an adjacent to a tortured soul bystander or a tortured soul bystander evades an attack using super senses, gain 1 mission point. So another mission point guy. He has a defensive power. Death does not rule me. I rule it. Stop impervious, which he has on clicks 2 and 6. And then he has a damage power on his entire dial. A new soul arises. Leadership, when Haiti uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a tortured soul bystander. So this guy, again, like Ares, is just spitting out bystanders like a crazy person. Especially when his one trait is characters within 10 squares. So no line of fire. 10 squares, someone dies, you just make a tortured soul in there. Um, square. It is standard character, so bystanders don't count, but uh, he is making a lot of tortured souls. Um, he does and, have phasing his another, whole dial, so he's not much of an attacker, 
but um, he's there primarily for the mission points with those tortured soul guys. Go ahead, Kane. No, that was it. I was just going to say he's just another gimmick piece that that generates uh, mission points and and opposed to the other ones, this one's not a once per turn. It's just whenever an opposing character fails a breakaway roll that's adjacent to a torture soul, or um, if torture soul dodges it by super senses, which is pretty cool. Um, they keep attacking, you keep hitting that super senses, you keep getting mission points. So, yep. um, or another way. So they fail the breakaway rules, which yeah. doesn't seem too difficult to do. But so he's not bad. He's a, he's a gimmick piece, just like um, a lot of the mission point ones are. So I don't think you're going to see much of this guy in competitive. If it was some, if it wasn't a standard character to make tortured souls and just a character, then I would say yes. But I think yeah. the standard. Um, slows them down a little bit to gain those mission points. But, you know, with all the mission points guys out there, there may be some teams that you can start stacking up mission points pretty quick with. Because we got... I, 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 I like him with the mind gem. Yep, that's true. He gets plus one attack. He's already got eight range. I mean, he's a little immobile, but there's plenty of taxis out there, so... Yeah, he's not really putting on, like, uh, the exo specs or anything like that on him. What were you going to say, Brad? I was going to say, you can play him with Flash to get that mobility, but yeah, uh, this is not, some, not something uh, I would ever really play with, except for the weekly uh, tournaments at my local. This is a $5 super rare. Yeah, he's just going to be a, a fun one to play to maybe somehow get those that 20 mission points to win the game. but Because <laughs> we have three in this set, I believe. We have Ares, we have Hades, and then there was... What's his name? Maxwell Lord. Um, so yeah, not much to talk about that guy. Uh, zero fifty-eight. We've got Grail. So she is a hundred points, no team ability. Amazon Apocalypse Assassin and Deity with zero range and one target, and she is a flyer. She has a trait anti-life drain. When an opposing character misses Grail with an attack, modify Grail's attack by plus one until the end of your next turn. You make modifier opposing characters within four modify attack by negative one. And then flying takedown as a movement power. Charge. When she uses it after moving, you may choose a standard opposing character whose square she moved through and place that character adjacent to her. Um, again, she's got some stats. She's got a 12 movement with that power, 12 quake, 18 impervious with a 4 exploit. She is also 75 points, which is... 11 with that move into power, 11 quake, 17 impervious, 3 damage exploit. She's okay. She's, I mean, I like the fact that she gets negative 1 to people that are within 4 of her. You could maybe pair that with a Psycho Man and get another negative 1. So they're rocking a negative 2 with their attacks, but I think there's enough perplex in this game that that really won't matter. That's 150 points to seek in at yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's even if you play her at 50, yeah. Um, wait, is, no, because he's Psycho Man 75. He's she's 75, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just not worth it. It's a cool gimmick, but it's there's not much there. Uh, I would have liked it better if she had uh, the game ability, since so she has the Amazon keyword. Yeah, true. Uh, then maybe uh, she'd have some value, but other than that, uh, yeah, she's a fun piece to play. Uh, she could do some work. And uh, be a real stickler. Uh, with uh, I think she shines um, Amazon theme teams, uh, but uh, she doesn't make it into the meta capture. 
in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk Agreed. about her. <laughs> um, then we have 059A Wonder Woman. So this is the non-prime one. She comes at 90 points, or she comes in at 45. She has the Wonder Woman team ability. Amazon, Deity, Justice League, Politician, Trinity, and Warrior keyword. Zero range with one target. First trait is champion of that place that I can't say. Sword of Athena, so she does come with the sword. Uh, let's see, what does the sword do? Sword of Athena. Blaze Claws Fangs. If the equipped character has Wonder Woman team ability, her attack rolls of 10 or 11 are crit hits. Free. If the equipped character is named Wonder Woman, remove this object from the game and don't score it. If you do, equip that Wonder Woman with any other Wonder Woman equipment from outside the game. So that is nice that you can just swap them in and out. Um... Uh, with that trait, it says if Wonder Woman is equipped with the sword, her critical hits deal penetrating damage. So if you're rolling a 10, 11, or 12, you're doing a penetrating damage with that. And then she does have a defensive power bracelet deflection, invuln, super senses. When Wonder Woman evades a ranged attack after resolutions, choose one. Deal the attacker one penetrating damage or heal Wonder Woman one click. Some good stats to start out with. 11 charge, 11 quake, 18 with that power, and 4 damage. She's okay. I mean, you're really banking on that 10, 11, or 12 to hit, but I don't know what the percentage are of that, but that's pretty much what she's doing. About a 30% chance. Yeah, it's it's tough. There's there's better charge pieces out there for 90 points. It is cool that you can swap out equipment from her, but you can't go back to the equipment once you swap it out. But... um, She's she's a fun piece to play, but I don't think maybe at forty. Nah, not even at forty five points. I would play her. No, I think she has value at forty five. So? Uh, than our Justice League or Warrior. I think Warrior has a good uh, uh, good good keywords to play with right now. With uh, Guy Gardner, I think. Uh, yeah, I think she has uh, value at forty five. Because uh, she's super sensitive four through six at that point, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even on Justice League, you have questions still. So he can make that 10 a lot more, uh, depending on what you roll a question, he can make that 10 more uh, ease, or I should say, has ease, ease of use versus just, yeah, just rolling your dice and trying to prob it to get that 10. Yeah. So She's a secondary attacker. Someone to back up the attacker. Uh, team team props with uh, Justice League or Warrior. Uh, and it, uh, also Amazon, a uh, bunch of Amazon pieces to put together. Uh, I haven't seen all the Amazons yet, so I don't know if there's a, a place in the meta for an Amazon theme team. Yeah, there might be, but like I said, we have to just think uh, um, what else is out there. But yeah, she's she's an okay piece. She may see some play, but not at her 90, if anything, at her 45. I'd say she's B tier. Yeah. Um, speaking of her B tier, mm. her B version, her prime version is the Black Lantern version of her. So for 60 points, you're getting no team ability. You're getting the Amazon, Black Lantern Core, Monster, and Warrior keyword. You're getting zero range with double target. He or she does have improved movement characters. She has a trait, uh, Rev- Revent? Why can't I say this word? Thank you. One woman starts the game on click four, steal energy. So, again, she is a vampire ish character. 
Uh, another trait, hewing the hearts of heroes. One woman may start the game with the sword of Athena equipped, and she and when she is, her crit hits deal penetrating damage. The only downside, and it's not a big downside, but someone did mention on Facebook, is that she does not have the Wonder Woman team ability, so she will not get that bonus to um, her attack rolls for it being an 11 or a 10 for crit hits because that's what the Sword of Athena does, so that is a downside to it. I'm assuming they did that for balance reasons. Yeah, I'm assuming so too. Um, She does have a movement power death charge flurry. When Wonder Woman uses flurry and hits with the first attack, after that attack resolves, she can move up to two squares automatically, breaking away before making her second attack. And then she does have a defensive power rise, stop toughness at the end of your turn, heal one click. So she starts off on click four. You're starting off with a 10 charge, 11 attack, 18 invuln with three damage CCE. So you are making that a 12 for four with a flurry, and you could possibly just jump from one character to another if you hit with the first attack. You're not charged flurrying Oh, sorry, you're not. That's on her um, click three if you heal her up one. So you are charging in for um, 12 for four and then getting to that charge flurry death click. She's, I mean, she's great for 60 points. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with any of these stats for 60 points. I don't know if you're choosing this as your prime slot, though. I I honestly, like, looking at that monster keyword, I'm a sucker for monsters, and looking at this figure for 60 points, yes, it's a vampire figure, but she does have two stop clicks, and she heals on those stop clicks. So, you know... The, for 60 points for this figure is pretty decent. Um, I think, you know, yes, um, prime slot, eh, but it depends on what your team is being built with. So, Yeah, for uh, she has some mobility as improved movement and a flyer, but with your prime slot for five points more, you put a doppelganger for the monster thing. Or you even do, like, uh, Storm Prime as a retaliator for 25 points. Yeah. 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 That's where my mind goes. Yeah, I mean, she's so cool. The funny, she's... the funny thing is her, her speed power is kind of funny because she already has improved movement characters, so she doesn't really need to break away. Yeah, that is funny, actually. From people. I was like, not, I'm not, I mean, that's fine. I guess if there's a point where you're shutting off improved abilities via some abil- other ability, yeah, that's pretty I think they did but... that just so she her entire dial, she just ignores characters. Because she only gets that on clicks two, three, and then six through eight, so she doesn't start with that. But yeah, I know. I just I, it was kind of funny because otherwise that that just that second portion of breaking away automatically wouldn't need to be there, really. Yeah, yeah uh, she had a way to get action tokens off of. Her. <sighs> like if she just had like a traded willpower, just yeah. uh, or willpower to go with that toughness, I I would like her a lot better. Yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, she's Amazon's. So I wish there was more to talk about her, but she's, I mean, yeah. she's probably going to be, because of who she is, a Black Lantern, I'm going to say probably a $70 Prime figure to start off with, yeah. and then she'll drop off a little bit. Yeah, she's super rare. Well, and what drives up her value is being a Black Lantern. Some people okay. just have hard-ons for unique Lantern <laughs> figures. It's super rare Prime, so that value there is... Bumps it up to 30, and yeah. then after that, you know. I mean, you look at, I forgot what set it was. I mean, I'll give you two examples. You had the Red Lantern Supergirl, who was okay, but she's still like a $50 figure. 
And then you got the Green Lantern Harley Quinn, who was decent, but again, she's still at about that $40, $50 mark because she's a unique lantern. Even though I think even Harley Quinn, it was just like that was a page in her dream book or something like that, and that's where they came up with that concept of a Green Lantern Harley Quinn. I don't remember the complete Um, story about that, but I, I feel like someone told me that's what it was. Well, that's a cool little piece of trivia. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, that's it for Black Lantern, Wonder Woman. Like I said, not much to her. And really, there's not the keyword Black Lantern. There's nothing to work with that. When, I mean, when was the last Black Lantern made? Um, it was Harley Quinn when she was a super rare. And then after that, it was the Flash. So you're, you're not using that keyword at all. Uh, for modern. Uh, for I think modern. she does better outside of modern. Yes. I would agree with that one. All right, next one. We got three more to talk about. We got 060. Chip. Chip is back in Heroclix. The last time we had Chip was, good God, what was that, 2008 maybe when he came in the Green Lantern pack? But uh, this guy is 35 points. He's a Green Lantern Corps team ability, Animal Green Lantern Corps, and Herald. That's <laughs> funny that Chip is a Herald. Um, keyword, he's got a six range. He has one trait where he can basically come with a construct. We've talked about the two. I'm assuming he's going to come with the spotlight. He is sidestep 8, TK 8, ESD 18 with a two damage prob, and he is a flyer. Are you sure? Because then what would uh, what would the chase one come with? Oh, maybe he doesn't we... come. No, you're right. He does not come with one. Because the super rare comes with the mitt and Hal comes with, or is it, which one comes with? Jessica Cruz probably comes with the spotlight. Yes, because Hal Jordan is Sinestro Core one. So yes, he does not come with one. So you have to hopefully pull either the super rare or the chase to um, equip him with the construct. Um, He's cute. I like him. I don't know who you're choosing, whether this guy or Teen Lantern, to be honest. Probably this guy or Teen Lantern, in my opinion. Yeah. I gotta, re- I gotta uh, look at Teen Lantern. It depends if you want Barrier and PD compared to uh, TK. And Prob. Uh, Teen Lantern does come with Prob. Oh, she does that too? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, Chip does come with the Construct. He's got TK. He's got... Um, sidestep. It's it's what you're looking for on your team, really. Yeah, uh, for sure. And also, uh, too much. Be more of a budget build. I think this guy is a thirty dollars super rare. Uh, uh, how much? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, for his point value, uh, his keywords uh, don't mix with something, so you're playing him on non-themed teams. Uh, but. Uh, Wild cards are huge right now. You can play them with Flash. You can play them with Mary Jane, Marvella. Uh, there's a lot you can do with this uh, this guy. Uh, with Construct, uh, you can make an Alpha Strike team with the Green Lantern Core team ability, get across the map and do some work. Uh, I know the Met does... Uh, I, I don't know if it's autonomous or not, but uh, I mean, just the fact that you could drop something for free across the map and uh, make an attack. It's it's good. Yeah, and if you put the um, baseball mitt, you're giving everyone next to you ESD too. So for 35 points, yeah. that's great. 
Well, that's the that's the uh, Green Lantern construct against the uh, the Met. Yep. So yeah, he's a he's a really good support figure. I think we'll we'll be seeing him in play, uh, especially yeah. if you want people running animal teams with maybe the Prime. Um, High evolutionary. evolutionary. But uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I, I do like this guy. Again, he's simple. He's easy to use, and he's a great support. Yeah, this guy's A tier in my book. A A tier. A tier, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'd agree with that. There's a lot of lot of good taxis in this set. Um, next one we have a title character. Who wants to talk about this? I don't like t- title characters myself. <laughs> Who wants it? And I can do it. Yeah, right, it. yeah I'm not, I've just never been a title character. There's too much too much text to read. Go ahead, Dan. Cool. Uh, so this is the 061 Wonder Woman Princess of the Mascara. So she comes in at 70 points. She is seven clicks long. And she has a click on click 11, uh, so we'll get to that. She has zero range, the Wonder Woman team ability. She has flight. She's got the Amazon Justice League and Warrior keywords, so she starts with zero plot points. Her continuity trait is when Wonder Woman Princess the Mascara is KO'd for the rest of the game. Opposing characters modify attack plus one when attacking only characters with the Amazon keyword. So, not bad if you're not playing her on an Amazon theme team, I guess. Because then you that doesn't really matter unless someone else has that keyword. Uh, her first trait, or her other trait, is uh, Champion of the Mascara, Sword of Athena. So she may start with, or start the game with any equipment equipped. If it is the uh, the sword, she her crits deal penetrating damage, which is cool. Um, and then she gets the bonus because she has the Wonder Woman TA from the sword. So, and then her first uh, plot point is the plus one lead the Amazon warriors into battle free. Choose a friendly character with the Amazon keyword. This turn, that character modifies attack plus one. So neat. Um, free just modify which is nice um, then her minus one is defending the mascara from the outside world free generate a uh, Amazon warrior on click one until your next turn when one woman evades an attack after resolutions choose one gain one plot point or deal the attacker one penetrating damage so that's pretty good um, if she gets to keep her super senses obviously um, and then her minus five is the big one which is protect man's world from the enemies of the mascara free turn one woman princess do click number 11. This game, she has Cosmic Energy, Team Ability, Safeguard, Pulse Wave, and Can't Be Damaged. At the beginning of your turn, if there are no other friendly characters with the Amazon keyword on the map, you lose the game. So. And her, click, cool. 11, her click 11 is a 12 charge, 12 attack, 18 senses, 4 damage exploit. So. And so she has po- Safeguard, Pulse Wave, and Can't Be Damaged? Yep. As so she's on click 11, she just can't be damaged, period. And you can just, I mean, I mean, you can just keep putting those plus ones, and right. I mean, she can damage herself, and then just get her to that minus five. I mean, I don't think that's viable in modern because of how speedy modern is, but um, she could push herself to that quick click twelve or that click eleven. So, yeah. I think uh, that's, that, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's cool, you know. Plus one every turn, um, like you said, you just deal yourself the damage. She has a super senses four through six, so you know if you do just focus on her uh, plot points, you know you're protect you're almost protected that way against fifty fifth chance. But um, that's five turns, you know, and in a competitive play, you're they're either going to chip away your whole team and they're, you're going to be like, okay, cool. 
when you get to that click, you're going to lose anyways, or they're just going to focus on her so you don't get to that click. So it, it's a little too gimmicky, but it's cool. I mean, the funny thing is I like her. I like I actually would pair her with the Superman from this set. Yeah. Because he fulfills both of her things. It's like He's got the Amazon keyword, and it's Justice League, so you could do something like that. Where and you can just she could bump him up so he's a twelve attack starting out with that big charge, so that would be I mean, something. She's cool. That's something that I would if I was gonna run her. That's what I would do. But she probably probably just isn't meta just because she doesn't do enough for free. So there always yeah. there always seems to be that problem is nothing ever does enough for free, or is it not cheap enough? And yeah, and I think I think that kind of seems to be a running theme with most of these title characters recently. Well, the thing about title characters too, like I was just thinking, maybe just put on the remaker ring to make her a double rollout, but you can't equip title characters. You can't. I'm pretty sure you I can't. You could. I'm pretty confident you can. Hang on, I got Dan, go Brad, it. anybody? Uh, it's not. Like, it's not like they're non-standard characters. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can't do with them, but I think that's one of the things you can do. Uh, Hang on, I'm grabbing a title character card real quick. Go for it. Doom 2099, let's see here. You guys keep talking while I look at this. All right, go for it. Uh, I'll get my piece on on, on her. Yeah, please. Uh, Yeah, at 70 points, uh, and on top of the fact that she... Which I'm not really much of a concern, but I like uh, Season Queen of Atlantis better for a title character than Wonder Woman. Uh, I think, uh, but I think she's fun for Amazon team. Uh, there's no downside really to her uh, continuity effect. Uh, the leadership is nice, the Wonder Woman Tia is nice, so I mean, she's going to be hard to hit, but yeah, trying to, and it's not just five turns that you have to do. You have to get to the sixth turn to be to be able to actually activate the minus five. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, if you're trying to make it a competitive environment, you're never going to get a sixth turn, usually. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, as Mata, she's just not there. Uh, you can just poison her to death. She has no reducers. Uh, and once you get her to click four, she has no movement ability. Uh, and you can just ignore her because uh, after click one, she only has a ten attack. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of good things to say about her for a title character. Uh, there's no real support except for the the first one, and uh, I don't think you want to play with uh, Amazon characters with her. Uh, so that way you don't get punished too much for the uh, continuity effect. It's all it's whole game. So if you are running on Amazon, just plus one the whole game. So the rest of the game. Yeah. No, so. agreed. No, I was. Um, I looked. It's not that. It's she can't be replaced. So like you yeah. couldn't high evolutionary um, isotope e her away. Um, that's what it was about t- title characters. I knew it was something that you couldn't do with them, but yes, yeah, so you can't equip her, but still, to your point, she's just not good enough for 70 points. All right, and then the last one we're going to talk about is 062 Wonder Woman. Again, she's got some stats. So 75 points. She's got the Wonder Woman TA, Amazon, Deity, Trinity, and Warrior. Zero range, one target. She is a flyer. 
Princess of place I can't pronounce. Wonder Woman may start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment. And she is a shifting focus. Uh, so we know how that works. You just, as a free action, you shift um, one out from another. And then she does have Protector of the Innocent, Defend, and Toughness on clicks one through five. Uh, she is starting out with a 10 charge, 11 blades, which she has her full dial. Um, five clicks of that Protector of the Innocent. And two damage empowered her entire dial. She never goes below an 18 defense. She has one, two, three, four, five clicks of 19 defense. Um, and then on clicks three through seven, she does have the combo of flurry and blades. So pretty good, especially the fact that you can equip her with anything you want for um, one woman equipment uh, wise. And uh, yeah, I like her. She's a simple figure. She's great to go with the other shifting focus Wonder Woman. And um, I think she is just good overall. I mean, that's that's what we're probably going to be. Why you would play her is because you're playing the entire kit of the all the shifting focus. So and there's four what? of them, I believe, right? Three, three. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The rare, the super rare, and common. And there's a common. Yep, there is no uncommon, which is weird. Wow, Usually they have one in every. Seven. One. On on clicks in six and seven, she has regen. So if you're ever on those two clicks on the other figures, I mean, you just swap it out, <laughs> regen, and there you go. So, yep. so and then you got your defense, toughness, super sense, etc. I haven't got to think about this piece too much, but something uh, uh, you have to be careful with. Uh, unless something happens with the new world, uh, when you replace a character that's equipped, you either you drop the equipment. So I'm not well, sure. Hers is different because it's. I, I'm pretty sure whenever they swap, they 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 KO the object without scoring it, and then when the next one begins the game, you can choose a new one to replace. Okay. So she gets around that of the having an object equipped to her. Okay, but you're still dropping the object that's originally. No, she KOs the object that's equipped to her without scoring it. Well, I meant like when, uh, she, shifts, when, when she shifts. Yeah, when she shifts, it's part of her trait. Yeah, when you, when you when she shifts, you remove the object from the game. Uh, I'm, I'm mixing up terms. I apologize, but she's dropping it or, or removing it. Uh, and so I mean, that's you got to be careful uh, when you want to do that. So that's definitely a finesse piece, in my opinion. Uh, choosing when to switch them out. Uh, so I'm not really sure which one to start with. I probably would start with the leadership one. I don't know if they all have leadership. Uh, the rare one does not. They had some unique modifier. Most likely I would start with the, the leadership to get into the action, get those four actions and the action economy. Uh, she's got combat reflexes starting out, so that uh, was the 18 defense. So she's not going to be easy to hit. You know, once uh, things start getting into the mix of it, I like her dial for uh, the rare... And the super rare just for the the flurry blades. I think she could do a lot of work. Yeah, and I think you're right. You start off with the rare one because then you have the potential of just spitting out some Amazon warriors, anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say out of all the Wonder Woman pieces, this is probably the best super rare uh, for all the Wonder Woman characters. Yeah, I, I, I like the uh, the first one, the zero forty nine one, but 
I would agree with that one. I don't. They're they're all pretty similar. They all do their own things. They all can equip um, equipment. So it just kind of also depends on which equipments you have to uh, put on all of them. I just not, I like the I like the ability to have options, and with her, basically, I have three dials to work with to suit your needs. Uh, and yeah, uh, with Wonder Woman, she like you said, she has similar dials, so uh, you kind of get stuck with one dial if you play the other characters, as opposed to the shifting focus. And uh, she can change out the weapons in a time or two, so. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think she has B gear meta potential. Yep, I think you're right on that one. I think all the shifting focus figures out there, for the most part, are all 75 points too. I think the only one that were was different was um, Wasp, but I'm pretty sure uh, they're all they always make them 75 points for some reason. I wasn't. I think Superman was 90 points. Yeah, yeah he was you're 90. right. He was 90. Yep. <laughs> All right, yeah, wasn't, wasn't the Doctor Strange 50 or was he 70 uh, okay he stop correcting me I'm wrong <laughs> I wasn't trying to like I wasn't trying to rub it in your face no I was, I, I was thinking like Iron Man 75 Batman was 75 Alexa so was 75 but yeah you're wrong yeah I'm wrong <laughs> that's, that's why I don't play this game um, but yeah, that is going to be it for the super rares. Um, expect for a much more longer episode next week when we have to talk about these friggin' chases. Um, I'll tell you, I looked ahead at this next one because I, like I said, I, I haven't looked ahead at any of these. Um, I looked at this next one, man, strap in. <laughs> yeah, strap, strap in for in. a nice long episode. There are only 11, 12 of them, I believe, but they are only. all good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, exactly. they're all good. Different point values, different meta potential. Uh, over half of them are X tier. Yeah, I'm excited I don't, to look at them. That's like one thing where it's like, really, did they have to stack all of that right there? I mean, I understand they want the chases to sell, but I don't know. It just seems um, it's a we are one DC set of the year, so I'd rather be really good. Yeah, I get, I, I get that. I just meant as far as like distributing playability throughout the set and not just leaning it so high on the top end. Yeah, that's what they do with these DC sets. I mean, look at the last one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at those chases. I mean, that's that's just what they do. Yeah, I, I, I get I, That's why I'm making this thing. I'm with you. Doing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the, uh, looking at... Uh, I know we're just doing super... But uh, uh, to your point, there's not a lot of good pieces under like 50 points uh, for Wonder Woman. That's uh, uh, below that rarity. That's that's great. I mean, you got Teen Lantern, you got that Superman that could potentially make some fun uh, as a uh, OMA. Uh, the shifting Wonder Woman for the rare of common. Uh, yeah, there's just uh, there's not a lot of value below super rares and chases in this set. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of my point. Is like they they've pushed everything up to the the top of the you know the rarity scale, and it's like they couldn't have spread it out a little bit better there, just a little bit. All right, well, that is going to conclude our episode for today. So, thank you, Brad, and again, congratulations on winning the Make It Meta tournament. When the brick uh, arrives, I will ship that out to you, and maybe we could do. Uh, a Skype unboxing to see what you pull out of there. 
Sure, I'd be more happy to. I mean, I'll do it before uh, uh, before we uh, try to have that. Um, uh, I like opening boosters. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's Christmas every time you get one. Um, now, did I see that it is guaranteed a chase per brick, or did I read that wrong somewhere? <laughs> no, yeah, it's guaranteed a chase per brick. That's why I was like, please, Adam, let me get some. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully you don't get like a Sinestro <laughs> because I think that's the worst chase out of all of them, to be honest. Out of all of them? Okay. Find out next week. I'll be I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly hoping for the Flash. I would like to get at least a Flash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I'm getting we... a case for myself. We're doing a pre-release at our event or our venue this coming Sunday, so we'll see um, if we have enough people to get a brick and see who gets what. The problem is, is again, these are going to be pretty snipeable off the shelves because they, I'm, I'm assuming the constructs are going to be coming in a baggie and all the equipment are also, so there's going to be a lot of shaking going on, going on. at stores to uh, find those rare items. Um, but that's that's WizKids for you. Um, but, yeah, so, Brad, again, thanks for joining us today, helping us go over the super rares, and congrats on the sweep hey, of the Make It Meta tournament. Kane, what's up? No clicksnet question of the week. Oh, I did forget about that. Good oh. point. Let's let's get that queued up. So let's get into the clicksnet question of the day. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad I There's asked. No <laughs> such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. Completely forgot about that. So yeah, today's clicksnet question was: What is your favorite HeroClix version of Wonder Woman? We only had a couple responses, so we had. Kurt Gulbro said the JLU starter Wonder Woman. Austin Murray said Kingdom Come, Red Sun, and Rare JLU Wonder Woman. And David Stockman said the Superman and Wonder Woman Rare uh, Wonder Woman. Um, Brad, do you have a favorite Wonder Woman that they made? Uh, I like the, uh, the Rare Wonder Woman from the Batman animated series. I love that uh all that show about Justice League. So I was, uh, I just like it for the sculpt. And it's uh, pretty pretty playable. Uh, and I, I, I think they also made a legacy card for it. I believe they so, did. yes. So uh, I'm glad to see her getting some more. Because, yeah, uh, she's great to look at. Uh, Playability-wise, uh, Red Sun, one woman. I played her a lot when... Uh, even after she rotated, just because she's just so good. Yeah, she is really good, especially that minus one attack and damage of people that are, are friendly characters. It's something like friendly characters that are lower point, lower pointed than Wonder Woman that are attacked by an opposing character get minus one to attack and damage when attacking them. It's something crazy, something like that. Uh, outside of that, the one of the worst looking in uh, unplayable uh, Wonder Woman is the Bizarro Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, I like playing her with a. I, it's been like three years since I played with her, but there's a super super janky build that you can do with her in Golden Age. That's uh, ridiculous. Uh, uh, it's uh, I believe it's Morphin Jar. Okay. Uh, but we, uh, she can make a, a close attack on a friendly character. Uh, but yeah, you attack uh, Morphin Jar, play with Exodia, 
Exodia stays in your starting area, and everybody swaps starting areas, and then Exodia just goes pulse wave. Oh, on all, yeah, it's, uh, she's super janky to play with. Uh, outside Every- of that, What's that? Everything, everything you just said turned me on. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh clicks. <laughs> <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh clicks in my language, baby. I love Kane's it. Kane's keyboard uh, just rose about three inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, I like putting janky stuff. So uh, I, I know that we talked a lot about meta uh, during this episode, and I don't want people to get the, the wrong idea about me. I play a lot of janky, janky stuff. Uh, I just – I have – I. That's why I said I take breaks from HeroClix because uh, I get into the meta scene. I like playing competitive. I respect the the meta uh, for what it is. But it's okay to get burnt out and not want to play it and just go with the other stuff that's just fun to play. So a lot of those, uh, those, uh, uh, people might might feel like I was disrespecting some of these uh, super rares that I wouldn't want to play with in a competitive scene. Uh, Please, uh, don't, uh, don't think badly of me because um, actually I will play with those pieces more than I will with the, the meta piece. Yeah, well, and yeah I think I mean, that's something. Meta is a, to- a totally different animal. Like that's it's yeah. just it's just its own thing. So I mean I've, I'm in the same boat. I like playing competitive too. I just there's plenty of times where I'm like all right I'm just gonna take a take a take a break and just play something normal because uh, it's just. I a, don't want to get burnt out on it, so I want, I'd want to go back and actually play it again, you know? Because I really like yeah. playing meta. It's fun. Uh, it's a certain type of fun. I will say that. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely a certain type of fun. Uh, Kane, do you have a favorite Wonder Woman? Um, Sort of, kind of, not really. Um, I really like... Um, I had, like, three answers to this. I like the one that was in, I think, Rebirth? Question mark where she's green and she's got that green armor with the spear. Um, oh, that's uh, Justice League China, the Justice League China one, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It's kind of unique. Um, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, this set has a really cool Wonder Woman with the with the um, the gold armor with like American flag like shoulder pieces. Like that's really cool to me. Oh, um, uh, the the name for that is a uh, sexy Wonder Woman. I think that's <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I also do really like the old. Um, this is kind of a cop out, like a little cheating one, but uh, where she's making out uh, with Superman, the old, oh, yeah, the, the old figure. That's a great Connelly. Yeah, that one's pretty oh, cool. They're, oh, where they're flying through the air. Yeah, that, that one's pretty cool. That's pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> so that one probably would have been <laughs> that one probably would have been my uh, my favorite one. I'm um, just because kind of cool and kind of cute. Um, but currently, I think the 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 armor, or as Brad says, the sex current sexy Wonder Woman, I think is a uh, is the one for me. That's pretty cool. Dan, what about you? Uh, the chase from Harley Quinn because I really like that storyline. What storyline oh, was that? Yep. Uh, Dark Side War. Dark side war. Uh, what's it about? I mean, <laughs> uh, Dark side dies, and then the entire like all the so was it Superman, Green Lantern, Shazam? Uh, I mean, that's where they all get the god powers, right? Yeah, yeah. Batman, they all become like a new god, basically, and then but Dark side gets reborn at the end. I don't remember who it's through, but there's like Grails involved too at the end. There, there, there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that was a good piece. Uh, I liked her. I liked her dial, but she was expensive. Yeah, I mean, she was expensive. I just, I thought she was neat. Um, 
you know, again, she was a charge piece, so it's it, it, she wasn't she wasn't like meta, but she was just very. I, I liked the style of the like how she was re- re- rendered. You know, the the more of the battle armor with the uh, the skirt was cool. It was a nice different take, a more modernized take that I. Plus, I, I read all the. I have a lot of those comics for artistic uh, references that I use, so um, I just I really like some of the styles they brought in with each of those comics. Um, like I think they were like the one shots, like the Superman one, the uh, the Shazam one, and the Green Lantern one. They were all pretty inter- like their art style was all very unique, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, as for mine, it kind of broke down to three of them. the The first one was the Arkham Asylum one, the Uncommon. Just because they made this big hoopla in one of the magazines saying, for the first time ever, this hero click will be over 200 points. And they made this Wonder Woman that was 248 points. And the sculpt is great. She's like holding this big stone pillar. And her stats back then were just insane. Um, another one was the Super Rare from DC 75th, where she's the peanut base riding the horse. Uh, she was really good because she had she basically had a Ram at that time. And I believe they're making a legacy card for that one. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've I've made that one before. Made yeah. that uh, peanut based uh, to- token for us to play with. And then the uh, the last one is the White Lantern Wonder Woman, just because um, she just had great stats. She uh, was a great charge piece to start off with, and then she had some great charge uh, values towards the end. Um, but yeah, those are. How many like Wonder Woman legacy cards are they making? Six? Bueller? I have no idea, personally. Hold on, just let me look real quick here. I will go look. Um, While you're looking that up, I did want to say something um, to Brad's uh, comment earlier. Um, We used to have, to your your comment about, like, you kind of um, talking about the meta figures and, like, you know, people kind of not, um, jumping too much on your ship, but uh, I, I, I this podcast, I I don't think we say it enough. But if you're into this game, yeah, you know we used to have like a casual Thursday. Um, I know a lot of people like that. And unfortunately, we're we're only doing the Monday ones currently. Um, but you know, we talk about meta. We talk about all these things. If you like this game and you listen to this podcast, you clearly have some interest in it. Play whatever you want. I mean, these these figures are fun. Like this game is fun. If it, you know, we talk about mostly the competitive scene and the meta scene, but in the end, this is a game. Enjoy it. Um, I know I do. I took a break for a while too. This whole man, this whole last year or this whole year currently, I haven't really played at all. Like um, maybe the beginning of the year, I played a little bit, but then I kind of fell off. Um, you know, doing this podcast has kept me in the loop. Um, but uh, until everything kind of goes back to normal, I, I'm I haven't hopped into playing so. When I do, I'm not going to be jumping right into the meta. I'll be playing some fun games with some figures I currently have, and you know, I got I got Yu-Gi-Oh figures. So I'm be playing Yu-Gi-Oh figures all the time when I hop back into it. So, um, yeah, I mean, play if you like the game, play whatever you want. So, yeah, uh, it's definitely a good perspective to have. Uh, uh, have fun the way that you want to have fun, but uh, try not to take away other people's fun. Uh, yeah, that's a big uh, thing right there. It's hard to because you want to be able to enjoy having fun with others uh, uh, playing the game that we all play. Uh, it's just that I, I, I will say that the best thing that you can do is compromise 
uh, either uh, go back and forth on alternate, be willing to play uh, meta stuff, uh, make a meta environment uh, for once a week, and then or uh, how often you play, and then yeah. go the other way and uh, play a more casual environment. Uh, one thing, what's that? I was gonna say one thing. My my the venue I used to play at. They they would they did a very good job at keeping up with that. They you know we would do some competitive. Um, I think we did it Friday nights question mark. But we would get together. We play competitive nights on Friday, and then some weeks we do like a funny game where we're like we do a Thanos snap right. So you build a team, you play, and every round um, like halfway through the game, Thanos snaps. You put all your cards in. Um, he goes around the table, put the cards in. You shuffle and you pull it out. And those characters that get pulled out are snapped away and those figures get pulled off the board. And now you have to play with whatever team you have left. Like doing fun little gimmicks like that, I think is really a nice way to pull you back into the game and, and to do what you're sent. You're suggesting is, you know, alternate, you know, so you have the interest. Yeah. Also, yeah. there's six legacy cards, six legacy cards. There, you go. there is the cosmic justice. 078, the Arkham asylum. 023, the DC 75th 51, the Superman Wonder Woman 033, Batman Animated 035, and then the KC Wonder Woman. Nice, so they are making that Pillar 1 back into a legacy card. Cool. And is this confirmed that all of them, or they're still... I think that's all of them. I don't... I haven't seen any others currently. That's everything that I've seen, so... All right. Well, we're going to end it on that note. So again, I think I thank Brad about six times already, but thanks again, Brad, for joining us and winning the Mega Meta Tournament. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out our uh, YouTube channel and Facebook page for all updates on Hero Clicks. Check out GlassCabinetHobbies.com, who is our sponsor. He will be doing some case breaks coming up, and use code CLICKSINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, and get 5% off anything you order off there. And then if you want to become a patron and win some cool prizes every month, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash clicksing it. And any tier you join, you will be entered into our monthly giveaways. But the higher tier you are, the better chance you got. And then also check out Brad on his Discord uh, where he makes all stuff for Roll20. And um, pop, him, pop him a donation if you're uh, feeling up to it for all the work that he's done for uh, Roll20 and the community. So thanks again. Oh, go ahead, Brad. Uh, sorry, I just saw someone trying to remind you that I turned uh, 300 model on Friday and Saturday. This Saturday? Uh, well, uh, right now we are on break. So in about two weeks, maybe three weeks, uh, I'll be back up running those uh, cash tournaments. Uh, $10 entry to win 50 bucks, and second place gets uh, their money back. Uh, and uh, then there's a fellowship participate, and that's uh, something I strongly encourage, is participation. Sticking it out throughout the entire tournament, uh, even though you might not get first place, you'll still have a chance to be rewarded your money money back. Perfect. Yep, I took place in a tournament not too long ago in Brad's. Did great the first two rounds, not the last two. Didn't make top cut, but I did win fellowship, so thanks to anyone that was in that tournament and voted for me. Um, but thanks again for sticking around with us for just over two hours. Hope you are liking our review of the Wonder Woman set. We will be doing chases next week, Monday, when the set comes out. And good luck in all your polls. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it. <laughs>